It's the first Prez Monday check-in. We'll have a chat, but not spill tea. Hey, it's the first Prez Monday check-in. We got the Bible and Greg and me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Monday check-in. I'm Damon Jensen-Heitman, one of the pastors, First Presbyterian Church, Hastings, Nebraska, joined by... Greg Allen Pickett, the other pastor at First Presbyterian Church. Happy to be here with you. It's been a month. It's been a little while. Yeah. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been running around. I was in Kentucky for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was in Scotland for a while. Mm-hmm. And now we're back. So, yeah. Temporarily. It's for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Things, all things go away, though. So that's what I've heard. That's... And maybe we'll learn more about that. About the temporal nature of life? Ooh. This is my kind of jam right here. This is, uh, yeah. But you're not reading from Ecclesiastes. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> so the Monday check-in, for those who don't know, is uh, we when we do it, uh, we have a little preview of what scripture, themes, ideas that we're going to use for the upcoming Sunday at First Press Hastings. We have a little miniature Bible study. And then following that, we switch gears. We talk a little bit about life of the church. I have absolutely no idea whose turn it is to do the opening prayer. So I'm just going to do it. All right. Sounds All good. Right. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for your presence with us. We thank you for your spirit of wisdom, of curiosity, of insight. We ask that as we gather together to consider and to think and to ponder your words and what they might mean for your lives, that you be with us, that you open uh, our hearts, our ears, our eyes uh, to what you have for us. In your gracious and loving name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, Sunday, what's happening? Um, So we're, a few years ago, we started this sermon series on children's literature. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to revive that a little bit and do that for a few weeks here. We'll see how long it lasts and <laughs> excuse me, how many books we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got a book that we're going to read, and I've paired that with uh, a psalm. So do you want to read? Should we read the book first and then read the psalm, or read the psalm first and then read the book? I say book first. Okay. Let's do that. So the book is entitled Things That Go Away. <laughs> It's early in the week. And the back of it says, There are many things that go away. Leaves fall. Tears dry. Music lasts only for a few moments. And bubbles pop, vanishing without a trace. Everything in life passes, moves on, or transforms. Except for one thing that never fades. So you're going to want to stay tuned to hear the whole book so you know what that one thing that never fades is. But uh, it's got really beautiful illustrations. And it does this clever thing with these semi-translucent pages. And so you read, um, in life many things go away. They transform. So you see that? And then you turn the little translucent page. They pass by. But this book is expensive. Who's the author of this piece of book? The author is uh, Beatrice Alamagna, who was the creator of A Lion in Paris. And is the author and illustrator of over 30 books for children, including What is a Child and A Lion in Paris. And she uh, 
had the New York Times Best Illustrated Book of the Year and was recognized with a gold medal from the Society of Illustrators. She's from Bologna, Italy, and lives in Paris, France. So she's the author and the illustrator. Then. Indeed. Okay. So I'll start again since you yeah. reminded me. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, and the, uh, the imprints are the... Uh, Publisher is Abrams Books for Young Readers, printed in Belgium. And according to the price tag on here, it is actually a very expensive book. But <laughs> it landed on my desk, uh, <clears throat> and I read through it, and I really liked it. So I thought I would share it with you. So we're going to start over again. Yeah. Things That Go Away by Beatrice Alamagna. In life, many things go away. They transform. They pass by. You can see the magic of the translucent. Sleep always departs. A small wound almost always vanishes without leaving a trace. Music flies away. There it is, flying away. Soap bubbles, too. One day, lice, luckily, will also leave. Might skip that one. Why? Because that will bring traumatic stress to people who have had to deal with an outbreak of lice in their household, which includes my own household. I mean, most everybody's had a wound as well. Yeah. It's dark thoughts fade. Just like tears dry. And the steam from a cup evaporates. And so does fear. Leaves fall. As well as hair sometimes. Now this is a fun one because you watch the hair on the person and you move the translucent page. It comes a mustache on that guy. That's pretty fun. Pretty epic mustache. <clears throat> and baby teeth. Dust disappears, but it always comes back. Eventually, everything passes, moves on, or changes. But one thing never goes away, and never will.
Never. The end. Um, and then uh, to pair with that story, so far, so far, you've selected Psalm fifty-seven, so uh, far, verses one through ten. Yes, and that reads something like this: "Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the until the destroying storms pass by." I cry to God Most High, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame those who trample on me. God will send forth his steadfast love and his faithfulness. I will lie down among lions that greedily devour human prey. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps, my soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul, awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Greg, what do you got? I don't know. I When I read this children's book that appeared on my desk, um, it really did remind me of kind of a modern psalm, talking about the temporary nature uh, of many aspects of life. Uh, to the permanent or steadfast nature of one thing, which in the case of this book, of course, is a parent's love. Is that what it is? I didn't get a good th- look at it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. it's fine. I think... I mean, it's left intentionally vague, I think. Yes. But you have a, a parent hugging a child. Yeah. You have a bigger person hugging a smaller person. Yes. Presumably a parent, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yes. And it's some sort of display of affection or love or uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah. So, so to me, it read like a kind of a modern psalm, and so I thought uh, that would work pretty well. Mm-hmm. There's another one with the grass withers, the flower fades, but God's mm-hmm. steadfast love endures forever. I guess I could use that one, but that would have been a more straightforward one. Yeah, which is a thing that um, we sometimes talk about uh, on Ash Wednesday. I yeah. Think we use part of that psalm as the liturgy. Um, and that, because isn't part of that also uh, what are mortals that you are mindful of them? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> made me think while you were reading it of um, there's also like a shifting sands. Passage and you know, the the wise people build their house upon the rock mm-hmm. um, and not upon the sand that gets yep. washed away or that sort of thing. Um, for some reason, I also kind of thought about Joseph's brothers, okay. who um, 
They must feel as though they kind of have everything under control to a certain extent, mm-hmm. right? And then they sell Joseph into, into slavery. And, but then, like, everything just kind of starts slipping out of their grasp, right? Yeah. Um, then there's famine in the land, and they have, the family has to travel to Egypt to look for help from some place, right? And they end up finding and embracing their brother Joseph after he goes kind of a kind of a dirty trick on him, right? A well, little bit, maybe. Got to test him a little bit to yeah. ensure that their hearts are in the right place, mm-hmm. as opposed to the same hearts that sold him into slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just that sort of sense of like. The things that you said that you feel secure, they slip away from all of us at some point. Yeah. Um, and then we can be left uh, grasping for something to to put our, uh, I don't know, hope selves into. <laughs> yeah, into. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made a list also of all of the things that uh, transform or pass by. In the in the okay. author's book, right? So you got sleep, wounds, music, bubbles, lice, dark thoughts, tears, steam, uh, bad weather, fear, leaves, hair, sometimes, baby teeth, dust, but it always comes back, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. So some of these are also. Focused on the. Sometimes it's good that things go away. Right. Right? Like. Yeah. Dark thoughts or fear or yeah. wounds or um, like trans, like things being transient mm-hmm. is not always bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, and the psalmist does the same thing. It's like, I'm, I'm going to. Take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Uh, my soul takes refuge until the destroying storms pass by. So it's like I, I know that the destroying storms are temporary, but mm-hmm. the shelter of your love for me, the steadfastness of your love, is is permanent. And then the psalmist goes on to to talk about all these other temporary difficulties or challenges or pains that he experiences, um, and sort of contrasted with God's steadfast love and faithfulness, right? I lie down among the lions, they greedily devour human prey. Like this is a temporary risk, a temporary danger, a temporary fear. Mm-hmm. But be exalted, God, above heavens, let your glory be above the earth. They set it up for my steps. So people being mean to me, that that that's tough stuff. My soul was bowed down. It's a, it's a temporary depression and setback. They dug a pit in my path, right? Right. Yeah. But then the psalmist always turns it. My heart is steadfast. I will give thanks to you for your steadfast love is as high as the heavens and your faithfulness extends to the clouds. So it it felt like a pretty good parallel story there mm-hmm. between the, the children's book and the psalm. So at least as of Monday morning, <laughs> uh, that is the direction this sermon may or may not be headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also, um, this is a fairly, relatively common theme in Psalms, 
uh, as a psalmist uh, expressing faith in God in the midst of some sort of uh, challenging condition yeah. of some sort, right? Yep. Um, it, it also makes me think of Ecclesiastes uh, and the, that everything is, a, everything is a vanity and a chasing after the wind. Uh, and there's this sense in Ecclesiastes that everything is sort of fleeting and uh, temporal. And, um, and it, this makes me think a lot of things. Um, it also makes me think about the, um, is it in Luke? There's uh, the rich man who just wants to build more barns. Mm-hmm. He's got all the, he's got all the stuff. Uh, and just wants to build more barns. Um, and then he said, you fool. But you're like, in that case, it's his life. Right. Um, that is, that is fleeting. And, um, and all that other stuff then becomes meaningless, I guess, in the midst of it. But yeah, I, my mind went in a different direction too. And, and it got far too complicated as I went down this path, but thinking about the the steadfastness of God's love and God's loving care for us mm-hmm. had me thinking as well about the image of, of God as shepherd, right? And mm-hmm. this, this, this shepherding care that God provides for us, like both illustrated in Psalm 23, which again has these juxtapositions of the safety and security felt with God with the juxtaposition of a table in the presence of mine enemies type thing. But even as well about the parable that Jesus tells, tells about the shepherd and going off to find the one lost sheep and that, that incredible depth of care and love um, that, that God would pursue us to that end, um, that that is, that is a sure and certain thing mm-hmm. as opposed to all of the other and you think about the journey of that one sheep and what kind of trouble that sheep could have gotten into. But it's like, it's too much mixing too many metaphors. I, I, I was around a lot of sheep in Scotland. And mm. so my mind wandered to sheep, but like having a children's book and then also trying to mix that metaphor with a sheep and a shepherd, it just, it seems a bit too much <laughs> to try to do in one sermon. There's also, uh, talking about lost sheep um, reminded me of the... The widow that um, Elijah or Elisha, I can't remember, comes mm-hmm. across in the wilderness. Um, who she's she's out of food and she's out gathering up a few sticks so that she can make one last little pancake for her and her child um, before they die. And and Eli, I think it's Elijah. So like, go back and like. I think he asked her to make him some food or bring uh-huh. it, right? He does. Um, and the and the God won't let your jar run out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then God doesn't let the let her jar run out. Um, yeah, just thinking about that, the the steadfastness mm-hmm. of of the love and care. Um, yeah, reminded me of that story as well. I think it also. Part of this, I think, also speaks to our desire to cling to things. Um, the first thing I thought of when you started reading was um, was tradition 
and how mm. traditions develop. Mm-hmm. And so I think in some ways traditions develop in part as a way for us to try to hold on to something that was good. Right. For whatever, the, um, for whatever reason. This thing was good. And so, well, we should do this again next year. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, oh, and we also we need to do it the same way <laughs> every year. And we need to use the same words. Um, and and sometimes that's a really good and helpful thing for us. And sometimes it's we get caught up in the tradition and we lose track of the meaning right behind it. Um, I think the, the first one was a bird, right? It was. Yep. That flies away. Um, and like the desire to hold on to a nice, pretty thing. Yeah. Um, but also sometimes like you just, it's time for it to go. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I haven't done a great deal of study of, uh, Buddhist philosophy, but um, at the core of Buddhism is the this temporal nature of most everything. Yeah. Um, pain is temporary, but also happiness is temporary, and, and that's that's kind of at the at the root of. Um, it isn't also part of it the idea that suffering is caused from attachment. Yeah. To something. Right. Because um, something is temporary. Right. Right. It's, mm-hmm. and, yeah. you sense you, and not recognizing the temporary nature of it when it then departs for whatever reason there is suffering then that's yeah the, the root of your suffering yeah yeah so there's there's a fair amount to unpack there I think yeah speaking of unpacking <laughs> even just even just like the idea of this is a lament that I hear from people constantly is like, why do I have so much stuff? And why is it so hard to get rid of stuff? Yeah. Um, because we want to hold on because it's because we want to cling to things. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And that thing represents a person or it represents a memory or it represents a whatever. Um, And that's what we're really trying to cling on to perhaps. Um, But yeah, I think just the idea of how do we l- let go of things? Yeah. How do we let things go is an important question. But then also recognize the permanence of God's steadfast love for us. Right. Which in this book is also manifest in the love of what I call the parent. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yeah. And yeah. the idea, I suppose, that, that the permanence of God's love enables us to let go of to the let other go things. of the other stuff right precisely yep mm-hmm. and that's where we would probably stray from Buddhist philosophy as Christians yeah. that, a bit. and the whole Jesus thing yeah mm-hmm. right <laughs> so yeah. but yeah no it's uh, there's 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 some there's some material there I think to work with I think for sure yeah we hit it all? I think uh, we, we got to start. We're, we're not going to have Bible study this week because the office is closed tomorrow on yeah. July 4th. So I'm not going to have my chance to bounce this idea off of other beloved members of this church to make sure that I'm on the right path. But mm-hmm. I feel like this conversation is, is 
putting me on a path that feels temporary, but <laughs> with a goal that's permanent. Comes it goes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're on the path, sometimes you're not. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, let's switch gears then and talk a little bit about the life of the church. Yeah. Press Hastings. So we're on our summer schedule, which means uh, our Sunday morning Sunday school and Christian education activities are on pause. Uh, that doesn't mean that we're not busily doing stuff this summer with Christian ed. I know uh, Damon's been meeting with the middle school boys a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rose has been meeting with the middle school girls to keep mm-hmm. some of that momentum going. Um I also know we're doing uh, elementary movie nights where the kids do a Bible study on a popular movie, animated film, and then uh, watch the film. And I think we have one of those coming up towards the end of July. We'll update you on that. Uh, But on Sunday mornings, we're not doing any Christian ed. However, uh, starting this next week, we are bringing back our worship in the park. Yeah which is an informal worship service. We do at 9 a.m. in Alexander Park, which is just across the street that way, for those of you who are oriented in this room. Um, and Yeah, it's, to, it's always to either your right or left. Indeed. <laughs> um, so, 9 a.m. informal worship in the park. Bring your own lawn chair, please. Uh, we will have a few extras, uh, and there are some benches in the park, but so if you forget, that's okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and... Uh, expect uh, very I love these services because they're just uh, that park is so ideal it has great shade and tree cover and uh, we'll just hope for no rain and uh, should be good so that's 9 a.m. and then 10.30 a.m. we have our traditional worship service in the sanctuary which will also be uh, broadcast on the radio and live streamed so uh, two options to join us for worship, and that will be for the next five weeks that we'll be doing uh, worship in the park at 9 a.m. and worship in the sanctuary at 10.30 a.m. through August the 6th. Mm-hmm. What else? Well, we got a big list of things here. Um, <clears throat> I think open table would be next. So open table, for those who don't know uh, is a program run through Catholic Social Services in which uh, various organizations take turns making lunches uh, that Catholic Social Services then distributes to folks or are available through Catholic Social Services. And in the month of July, as First Prez has done for 17 to 20 years, apparently, um, we will make sandwiches uh, on Sunday mornings um, before and after the 10.30 service. So there's, uh, if, if somebody goes to the 9 o'clock service in the park, they could, right after that service, come over to the fellowship hall and help uh, to make some sandwiches. If somebody comes to the 10.30 service in the sanctuary, then they could, right after that service, move into the fellowship hall and uh, make sandwiches, uh, put things into lunch bags, put the lunch bags in the spot, uh, and carry them to the place. So we'll be doing that on the next the next four Sundays in July. Yeah, so opportunity to, uh, a very simple opportunity to help feed our hungry neighbors. We donate all those sack lunches to Catholic Social Services who distributes them in our community. 
Um, so yeah, you can uh, if you come to the early service, come over and help pack. Or if you come to the 10:30 service, you can also come early because there will be folks yeah. working the fellowship hall. Or in mass, we get up from the sanctuary and can go into the fellowship hall and pack sack lunches. And uh, the goal is to pack about a thousand sack lunches each Sunday, a uh, thousand to twelve hundred. And by the end of four weeks, we end up packing five to six thousand sack lunches for our hungry neighbors. So uh, we hope you can join us for that. If you're interested in volunteering for that during the week as well, there are some opportunities on Fridays and Saturdays uh, to help prep in order for the masses to come in and actually pack the food. So uh, let us know, and we'll be happy to plug you into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, on Sundays in July, you mentioned earlier uh, children's literature mm-hmm. sermon series, which I, th- I think the plan is to do that through July. Yeah, I think so. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the spring or early summer um and so so yeah so we've got that we we don't know for sure what exactly the books are going to be just yet not yet yeah i have an idea i think that i might i think i might take a look at the giving tree Mm. next whenever it's my turn to preach it's a challenging one yeah so all right and then something others others after that. I yeah, suppose. we'll so. just kind of see how it all shakes out. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of other uh, kind of fellowship sort of opportunities coming up in in this month. July twelfth will be a car show. It's hosted by the Melon Roasters Car Club. I think is their official name. We uh, did this last year as well. Uh, it will be in the parking lot right next. To, to the main church building on July 12th from 6 to 9 in the evening. There will be root beer floats available for folks. And if it's, you know, if it's looking like it's going to be really hot that day, then folks will be able to come into the fellowship hall and get, grab a root beer float and take a break and then before they go back out and wander amongst the cars. Uh, and the money raised from the floats, at least, will go to benefit Raices de Mi Pueblo, which is the Mexican folkloric dance troupe that uh, uses the Peace Center for rehearsal space. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, on Sunday, July 16th, which is about two weeks from now, uh, we have First Pres Night at the Sodbusters. Uh, so we'll do a 5.30 p.m. cookout in the park that's adjacent to Duncan Field. Mm-hmm. And then the game starts at 6.30. At the cookout, there will be hot dogs and whatnot. Um, it's $5 a ticket, which includes uh, dinner as well as entrance into the game. And so we hope you'll be able to join us for that as well. But uh, a lot happening. We had this really full bulletin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, honestly, like a couple of weeks after that, my school starts back up again. Well, yeah, and... and yeah, we start rolling in August and it, it gets crazy. So, uh, no rest for the weary or the wicked, weary, weary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they need rest. The weary. Yeah, the wicked need. They need more than rest. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I, I mean, no one mourns the wicked. I know that much. All right. Wait. <laughs> From the Broadway musical show Wicked. I, I yes, I, I was tracking there. Thank you. 
let's uh, let's close with a word of prayer, shall we? Yes, let's shall. Oh, gracious and loving God, thank you for your steadfast love, which endures forever. Thank you for uh, reminders of the temporary and fleeting nature of the of various other aspects of our life, both the difficult things, but but also perhaps uh, the material things that it's not, uh, we can't take it with us, oh God. And so it is all temporary and fleeting except for your love, which you share with us and you in turn uh, encourage us to share with others. May we be bearers of that steadfast and faithful love in this world so that through us, people may come to know that they are your beloved children. It's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, then, with all those things said and done, until next time, whenever that may be, toodaloo.